0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Balanced Life Podcast. I'm Justin Tillman, life coach with Balanced Coaching and Consulting, and I'm your host each week as we talk about everything you need to know to live a more balanced life. Um, and just so everybody knows, moving forward, I am going with the, the self-titled moniker of The Balanced Life Coach. So make that thing viral on social media, hashtag The Balanced Life Coach. Um, help me out there. Anyway, so this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between coaching and counseling. And maybe this is a question you've had. Maybe you've never thought about the difference between coaching and counseling. So it's one of the first questions that a lot of people do have when they're thinking about working with a life coach or if they encounter a life coach, uh, their first thought is typically, isn't that just counseling? Um. And life coaching has a lot of similarities to counseling, but there are some very distinct and significant differences between the two. And it's really important that we understand what those differences are. For you as a client, you need to know what the differences are uh, so that you're getting the actual help that you need based on what your situation is. And as a coach, we need to know and be very clear on what the differences are because we can get ourselves in a lot of trouble if we're not careful. With the uh, designations of titles and and what we're doing, so uh, both counseling and coaching are considered helping professions. The counselor and the coach are both seeking to solve a problem for someone, and they both have training and expertise to help someone. So there's quite a bit of overlap between the two, and you often find counselors who add coaching to their counseling practice. Um, you'll see on social media, sometimes you'll see the hashtag uh, therapist turned counselor. So a lot of therapists are adding this to their practice uh, and a lot of counselors are, are adding coaching, but, uh, and some are just completely switching to coaching. They're getting out of counseling and therapy altogether and just going straight on to coaching. So uh, again, they're both trying to help someone with a problem, but the problem solving process, the approach to problem solving is really where things begin to diverge. So the counseling relationship, it's clinical, it's therapeutic, and the counselor or the therapist is in the driver's seat of that relationship, and it deals with actual medical diagnoses. Uh, so ordinarily, a counselor has to have an advanced degree, uh, master's degree or doctoral degree, complete a significant number of hours of supervised clinical counseling all before they're released into the world to counsel. So it's pretty extensive process, pretty um, intense training, which it should be, uh, before they're able to go out and practice um, their counseling or their therapy, whatever they've been trained for. Their role is to make a clinical diagnosis regarding someone's mental health and then to treat someone's mental health. So that's one reason that counseling is often covered by your insurance provider because it is seen as a health service. Um, The counselor is treating a an actual medical diagnosis, and they're providing um, medical care for someone. Coaching, on the other hand, isn't intended to diagnose or treat a clinical issue. Uh, A coaching client may have a clinical issue, may have a mental health diagnosis, but that's not what they're seeing the coach for. And a good coach needs to recognize that and make sure they don't accidentally step over into a counseling relationship if they're not actually credentialed and trained to do so. So as a coach, we come alongside you and provide structure and focused insight into whatever topic you as a client want to talk about and that you're interested in exploring. So that's different from the counselor therapist uh, role where they're in the driver's seat. They're, they're pushing, um, a, a treatment plan on a patient. And so they're, they're, pulling the patient through this process, through this treatment plan. Uh, But with a coach relationship with a client, you're in the driver's seat as the client. So oftentimes you'll you'll talk to your coach about what it is you want to work through. But oftentimes your coaching call will start with a simple question of what do you want to accomplish today? Um, What would you like to talk about today? What would you like to work through today? What would look like a win for you today? Uh, what do you want to get out of this this hour session, or however long your coach's sessions are? So we dig down into the topic that you want. You're in the driver's seat of the coaching relationship. You know, yes, we're there to help you solve your problem, um, and and you've hired us to do that. But our goal is to help you become more self-aware, help you find clarity in your thought process, and and help you identify specific and practical steps to break through your problem. And then once we've done that, then we'll partner with you as an accountability partner to make sure or hold you accountable to the plan that you came up with and seeing it through to completion. Uh, And that's really important. And we'll talk about later in this episode, why that's beneficial. Cause I think at first people think, well, that, why would I pay somebody to do that? Like, why would I pay someone to just, uh, do explore my thought process? Like I can do that myself. Um, but it's very beneficial. Uh, and there is a reason that people pay a lot of money for a life coach to help them. Um, so and that's another big difference is the fact that life coaching is not covered by your insurance because it's not designed to treat or not intended to treat a, a medical diagnosis or anything uh, of that nature. So let's dive into a few of the specific differences between life coaches and, and health Uh, Mental health practitioners. So, mental health practitioners, like I said earlier, typically have degrees and they're licensed. Uh, Coaches, a lot of times, are certified or accredited, or they're just lay coaches. They don't have any certification, they just are calling themselves a coach and they're out coaching. Um, Mental health providers are uh, highly regulated, that field is extremely regulated coaching right now is pretty unregulated. There are a couple larger coaching organizations. You've got um, the International Board of Christian Care, which is part of the American Association of Christian Counselors. And then you've got uh, the International Coaching Federation, the ICF. Um, So you've got some some organizations out there that are trying to regulate coaching, but there's no formal regulation of of the coaching profession right now. Um, Mental health Providers have titles like licensed social worker, um, licensed clinical mental health counselor. Uh, Coaches don't have a title unless they um, give themselves one, but there's no official title for a coach. Uh, Mental health providers, they might have clients, but they might also call them patients. It just depends on what they choose to use. But coaches always have clients. We never have patients. Um, The mental health provider, there's a larger scope of practice in terms of what they're helping treat. Uh, For a coach, we're usually very focused, a very narrow scope of practice. A lot of times you hear coaches refer to that as their niche or niche, however you want to pronounce it, whether you want to be fancy or not. um, Coaches usually focus on one specific thing, like they might be a burnout coach, or they might be a work-life balance coach, or a spiritual coach, or a financial coach, or a business coach um, they focus on one particular area. They might have a couple, a leadership coach might also do life coaching. And then you've got your pure life coaches who help people with life in general. Um, so those are some of the the differences between the two. Um, some other things that, uh, or some other differences, um, is that the counseling deals with the past and, Coaching is more future-based or future-oriented and more proactive. Um, Coaching is more solutions-focused, typically, where counseling is more problem-focused. They're trying to heal a problem, fix something that's broken. And with coaching, we'll look to the past, but we'll look to the past for things to help you move forward in terms of um, moving towards a goal or some growth or some development somewhere. And this is part of the reason why you see a lot of counselors or therapists adding coaching to their, their services because they'll work with a patient to heal some brokenness from their past. And they'll do that medical part, that healing part. And then once the patient's in a good spot, the, the counselor wants to keep helping them. And so they started adding coaching to their practice because once that part's fixed, they might can transition to a coaching relationship where they're helping that, um, that client continue to move forward. So coaching works towards outcomes. Um, and, and counseling works more towards emotions and, and helping, um, people manage emotions or heal in emotional areas. Um, coaching deals with emotions. We it's not like, we don't, we don't think about emotions. Um, but with coaching, we're, we're kind of looking for more self-awareness of emotions, uh, but we're not so much involved with healing, uh, emotions or anything like that. Uh, coaching does not give advice. Um, we're not there. Like I said earlier, you're the expert in your own life. And so we're not there to necessarily give you advice. We're not a consultant. Um, that's totally different too. Um, we're there to help you with your thought process and help you move forward towards a goal that you've identified. Now, counseling, um, they give recommendations. And so um, it's a little bit different in the approach of how they work with with their patient as opposed to how a coach would work with a client. So there, there's a difference in the language and the tone that's used between the two. Um, and so, you know, coaching is focused on potential and, and a counselor more often deals with pathology, something that's wrong, um, uh, that they're, that they're having to fix. But, uh, but again, they both provide, and, and, and so some of the similarities, they both provide a relationship improvement and, um, overall wellness. They're both focused on helping people. Uh, they're both part of these helping professions. So, um, mental health providers also, um, They both, coaches and mental health providers, we all have to abide by a code of ethics. Uh, The ICF that I mentioned earlier has a code of ethics. Um, The International Christian Coaching Association has a code of ethics. Um, The Professional Christian Coaching Association has a code of ethics. So even coaches have to abide by a code of ethics. Um, Unfortunately, we're both subject to lawsuits. (laughs) Um, We live in a litigious society, so people can sue for just about anything they want to. And so even coaches, even though we're dealing with people who aren't necessarily broken, um, we can be sued, uh, just like a, a therapist or a counselor could be sued. Um, they both should be trained, and this is important. Um, they both should be trained. You you don't have to have any training to be a coach, and and coaching is more results-oriented. So if, you've, if, if you found somebody who... Um, can help you get the results you're looking for as a coach, that's great. That's that's the real important thing. But it is good to go to a coach that's been trained. There, there are tons of coach training programs out there. Um, and, and so if you go to a certified coach, whether they're ICF certified or certified by the ICCA, which is the International Christian Coaching Association, or the IBCC, International Board of Christian Coaching, uh, the Professional Christian Coaching Institute, if you, if you go to a coach, the, the life coach, there's the Life Coach Training Institute. If you go to a coach who's been certified, you, you know they've been through a level of training to, to know what they're doing and know um, how to ask good questions, how to structure the coaching relationship. Um, when, we, when we take training as a coach, we're, we're given lots of tools to be able to help folks. Um, sometimes we'll use a lot of the same tools that uh, therapists use. Uh, you'll see a lot of coaches that use some techniques from cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, you'll see a lot of coaches that use uh, positive psychology techniques. Um, but when when we use those, we're not treating a mental illness. We're using those tools primarily to adjust people's mindsets and to deal with limiting thoughts and beliefs and um, just thought patterns that are holding people back. So, but regardless, both should be trained. I would encourage you, if you're looking for a life coach, try to find one that's been, been trained, um, that has a certification in, in coaching. Um, again, you don't have to do that, but if, if you're asking my opinion, <laughs> uh, and I guess as a coach, I'm not supposed to give you advice, but if you're asking my opinion, um, I think you should go to a coach who's been somewhat trained or certified so you know, that they're not just, fly-by-night coaching um, especially if you're going to be paying them to help you out but also look at a coach who, who gets results you don't want to work with a coach i mean a coach can be certain just because a coach is certified doesn't mean that they're a great coach uh, it just means they went through the training program so you have to balance that with what you're looking for um, but i always would suggest erring on the side of someone who's, who's gotten training and then uh, another thing is, coaches and and therapists both will have a formal agreement with the client, um, or or their patient. So, you're going to sign when you come on board with a coach. You're you're signing a lot of paperwork. Like you'll do similar paperwork to what you do with a counselor, but it won't be so much um, in the area of health related paperwork. It'll be more of a an intake form that for a coach that helps the coach get a good sense of who you are, um, what your goals are, where you want to go, uh, what you're looking for out of the coaching relationship, just to give them an idea of how they can help you. And you'll especially see that when you first start out with a coach, because a lot of coaches will use that information to determine then if they're a good fit, if they have expertise in what it is you're looking to get help in. Um, but you'll, you'll, you'll enter into an agreement with with a coach just in much the same way that you would enter into an agreement with, um, with a counselor. So, so coaching, uh, really can be an incredibly enlightening and enriching experience. There are thousands of people worldwide that have benefited from the focused, intentional help that we can give as life coaches. Uh, and so that goes back to, um, What I was saying earlier, you know, why do people pay so much money sometimes for a life coach? Well, it's because they're exceptionally helpful. Uh, You are, uh, the American Society of Training and Development did a study and found that you have a 25% chance um, of achieving a goal that you set if you just adopt the goal. But when you have another person who's holding you accountable to implement your plan, which is exactly what a coach does your success rate jumps from 25% up to 95%. Let me say that again. They found that if you adopt a goal on your own, you are 25 you have a 25% chance of actually achieving that goal. If you work with a coach, someone who is holding you accountable is helping you process your goal, helping you think through action plans, and again like I said is holding you accountable, your percent your chance of achieving that goal goes up to 95%. So that's a big deal. Uh, Another study was done out of Harvard um, that looked at the very same thing and and found that there was a statistically significant difference between um, two groups in goal achievement. The group that did not work with an individual coach had a significantly lower rate of goal achievement than the group that did work with an individual coach. So there's research to back up the fact that a life coach works, and they can be very beneficial. So, all that to say, why not give it a try? If you've got something you want to work on, if you've got an area of your life that you need some help with, if you've got some thought processes, you maybe you just feel stuck and don't know where to go from here, um, or you you know have a you have a goal of running a business, and so you might want to hire a business coach or. Um, you're stressed out. So you might want to hire a coach that specializes in stress or specializes in work-life balance or, or you might need a spiritual coach. Maybe your spiritual life is, is feeling a little rough. Um, whatever your goal might be, I'd encourage you think about hiring a life coach to help you out. Uh, especially if it's a goal you really want to achieve and you've not been able to do it yet. Nothing you've done has seemed to work. Consider hiring a life coach to help you out. Um, The best way to determine if you can benefit from coaching is to to take that first step and talk to a coach. And lucky you, you're listening to a podcast with a life coach. So I would encourage you to contact me. Uh, Let's set up a a session to chat. Um, That initial session is not going to cost you anything other than time. Um, Just to get a feel for what coaching is like, uh, if you could benefit from coaching. And then if you decide after that, yeah, this is something I want to do, then, you know, we can talk about what it looks like to formally partner together or whatever coach you decide to work with. You can talk then about what it looks like to enter into a coaching agreement. But, um, I'd encourage you, give it a chance, give it a try, uh, talk to a coach, um, see if they can help you. And again, like I said, I'd be more than happy to, to talk to you. If, if that's something you're interested in, you can go to the website, um, www.balancedcc.com or uh, www.thebalancedlifecoach.net. Uh, either one of those will take you to the same place. Um, but go there. There's a link on the website that says Let's Talk. Click the link and let's talk. Let's set up a time to talk. Put in some information in there and let me know a little bit about you and let's chat. Or uh, you can send me an email, Justin.Tilman at balancedcc.com, and I'll put all this stuff down in the show notes. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram and and Facebook. On Instagram, just look for the Balanced Life Coach, and then on Facebook, the same thing. You can search for either Balanced Coaching and Consulting or the Balanced Life Coach, um, and you'll see my 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 profile mug picture up there. Uh, but reach out. I'd encourage you to do that. So. Anyway, that's the difference between coaching and counseling. If you've got questions, shoot me an email. If something wasn't clear, um, let me know. And um, anyway, hope you guys have a great week. I really appreciate you tuning in yet again. I hope, again, you're finding these things beneficial. And I'm excited. I've got lots of uh, neat topics planned. Um, So I hope you'll subscribe if you haven't already. If you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll give it a five-star rating. Um, And I hope you'll keep following along. because. I'm only doing things that I believe will add value to your life. That's my ultimate goal. I want to add value to your life. Uh, I'm not naive enough to think that every episode will do that, but I'm hoping more more episodes than not will add something of value to your life. So I encourage you to keep following along with me. If you have ideas for topics you'd like to see covered, shoot me an email. Uh, send me a message on Facebook, Instagram, let me know, and, and we'll put something together. But have a great week. Uh, keep living that balanced life, keep seeking out God's best for you, and we'll see you again next week.